Yeah, let me know when you're ready. All right. Oh, extra with video. One, two, three. Oh, not bad. No, I thought we did all right there. That's not bad. Internet sound. Hello, Jacob. Hi, Vicky. How are you on this Hello. fine Saturday afternoon for all of us? Absolutely. Um, I'm doing all right. I'm yeah. doing all right. I'm looking out at a bright, sunny day here in oh. Calgary. And... and and in Toronto, too. Like, we're unifying us like we do. Yes. Bringing, so, yeah. Bringing together the alienations. Yeah, and uh, yeah, having that one of those Saturdays that comes after a very big week of uh -huh. things. So, um, enjoying sort of watching the clouds go by and uh -huh. uh, a pajama Saturday. Yes, one of those sort of Saturdays. Perfect. So yeah, we uh, ATP announced a new season. We opened a very show exciting. last night. You know, you know, Rockus Caucus. Rockus Caucus is happening right now as we speak. I did my little bit there, so. Yeah, I mean it's good. Um, it's nice, Amazing. but um, I'm nice. I'm happy to have a little bit of reflection time here mm -hmm. with you, in a sunny window. Nice. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I was just um, visiting with our dear friends uh, at Public Recordings Ooh. and chatting with them. Um, and Fun Palace was. We did the last Fun Palace a week and a half ago. Wow. And. And that went well. I was just listening to the tapes, which was, you know, pleasing and nerve-wracking. and But mostly pleasing, and so that's pleasing. Like, mostly going, oh, that, that, good, good, that, that worked the way I vaguely remember it. I mean, it's a, it's a thing about being in the shows that, that make that, like, evaluation is tricky. I, and I always feel like evaluation is tricky, and I... And this sounds so obvious as to be obvious, but um, my I don't then go to the tape. Like we we're literally making a thing that can be evaluated based on the tape that I made. But then I don't I don't just answer the question. So my lesson of this time is like just listen to the tape like a day later or two days later, right? Um, if only to like answer the questions but also because it feels nice and we do a good thing and we do a nice thing and it's important to remember that and as a performer like i can know the night went okay and yeah. people clapped like it, it's and it's just one of those things of doing one-off cabarets they're they're very ephemeral including in knowing and also we can make a night go okay without it being good <laughs> <laughs> like you know, we're 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 skilled performers. Um, <laughs> we're charming people. Uh, we can, and you know, we've got great music at the end. So people people always think it went well. Leave them, leave them on a high note. Is yeah. that what you're trying to say? Uh, okay. I okay. mean, this is this is basic lessons of variety shows. Like why I like variety shows is uh, partially they've got very clear rules, and as long as you know. Those three last songs. This is and this I feel like in the sort of genre of theater that I'm a part of, you know, and Amy's a part of in some ways, and Darren O'Donnell and Jacob Wren. 
and various devised people. You've got some of your own in, in your city. Indeed. Uh, I feel like it was quite a while where the sort of good closing song was really what, like, people were hanging their hat on, like, people leaving the auditorium feeling happy about themselves. Mm was like a final number right that that really you know dedicated to the revolutions has this right like i'm totally and every one of dedicated to like we were my thing was like no the last song people have to sing along like that's the function of the last song Mm -hmm. um is to try to get the crowd to sing along yeah um so i'm i'm totally supporting this dramaturgy but it was a very clear dramaturgy of the like you can do weird disparate things as long as you wrap it together in a in a beautiful musical number at the end mm-hmm. um then people will think it was a good show um, and they'll forget those moments when they were like i don't, what are they talking about um <laughs> so so yes so that's just a ver- we just borrowed that from variety show in the first place so yeah going back to it it's but we have we have a section like we have a section that I I love and people like a lot, but I think is like very intentionally late in the show. Like it's a drink or so in, it's like you have to be warmed up. Like the audience mm. and us as performers need to have warmed up to each other in order to sort of pull off this improv piece that's weird. Like yeah. It's just sort of straight up a weird piece, and it's delightful and surprising but it's also us reading books Mm. to you about the history of something like it's it's not straight ahead narrative um nor beautiful singing singer songwriter talent um so that has to go later because that's that needs them to be drunken into the show and right the parts that involve them singing along or asking questions go earlier to get them warmed up into yeah. that you know that we start with a theme song that requires people sing along yeah you know, and it's like that's just i'm giving away all the secrets um and it's not none of these things are really like it's just and that's just why we do it but that's right. one of the things that it does is it i think it really helps helps the room so how does that, can I ask, because yeah. you're, you design like leadership programming and stuff like that, I and, and you're about to embark on a, a, a big project at the BAM Center. I am. Do, do you, is, are, what's the, what's the, uh, what's the sing-along at the end of those? Do you, you do, do you apply some of those same rules when you're yeah, designing in I that mean, way, we, or? Yeah, we, I mean, the party is Tell important. me your secrets about that, Jacob. Tell us your secrets. <laughs> Tell us the secrets. Um, I think it's, I mean, to me, it's all hosting. I think, I'll, mm-hmm. you know, I think mostly about hosting um, in some of those things. So, so the party at the end is really important. Like the, the, the drinking, you know, and, and it's the cast party, like at some levels, like it's the, that release is important. Um, and that's part of what the sing-along does in mm-hmm. in a live show is it's like oh here we are at the end Woo! oh <laughs> good and now we move on i mean because it's so condensed i mean from a rehearsal process it's a it's a very long show um yeah. but it's a very short rehearsal process 
but it feels most like a rehearsal process to me. My secrets around that, I mean, I think there are the rehearsal patterns of, you know, getting to know each other, creating creating a space in which something can happen, mm-hmm. then helping that thing to happen, you know, having talked beforehand about what we would like to happen during that time. And we talk about how at Banff, when we're designing things, we talk about how we want them to feel a lot mm-hmm. um, as a design process. So, um, and, and we pick an aesthetic and that aesthetic can then help make those choices. And, and that's usually a, a phrase. I mean, what I, you know, I think about it on this podcast. I think about it as uh, working with D.D. Kugler to get a a single uh, dialectic, basically, that you could use to talk about the show. And that dialectic could be used whether you were talking to designers or mm. to to dramaturgs or to musicians or to whoever. So... If it's like movement versus paralysis, then I was like, okay, we can all talk about everything has to be about movement versus paralysis. Um, or mm-hmm. other directors in Penelope, I think, taught Penelope Stella, uh, directing teacher at SFU, talked about, would want a sort of nugget of what's the metaphor, like what's the key metaphor of the show. Hmm. That again was or a sentence that it was these sentences that you can say to anyone. And we all have to, we're all beholden to a sentence rather than like, you're just beholden to my taste, which Mm. is then you're, then you're playing a guessing game. But if we say this is movement versus paralysis, then you can come in as a designer and make a case for why this design is right. Right. Versus like, here it is. Do you like it? Cause that's not, that's not a productive question. Hmm. Um, so, how did that go? Um, so we work with so getting through the looking glass. Yes, there was one very which was a program that you did. Yes, um, in December. Yeah. Um, it had w- some very clear aesthetics mm-hmm. around Alice in Wonderland. Yep. Um, but that wasn't our aesthetic or because our aesthetic was mystery. And Alice in Wonderland was like a technique towards that aesthetic rather than like, in, and that's one of the things that I think is interesting. Cause it's not style, mm-hmm. right? It's not that something has a style. It's that <coughs> we were interested in how people stay curious in mystery. Like that was, that was our question. Could how do we stay curious in mystery? Mm. And so it was mystery was sort of our aesthetic, um, but one that included um, excitement and flow rather than um, heldness. Can I ask you a question then? Sure. Because you know we talked about with Fun Palace, right? Reviewing yeah. the tapes. Um, <laughs> so I'm curious because there's something so. Um, you know, immediate or ephemeral or whatever about, about even those leadership programs, as much as you guys design them, um, how do you, what is the, what is the assessment or is there assessment at the end of something like through the looking glass? Like how do you, 
how do you guys come together and review the tape of that um, is one of the things I'm kind of curious about. I I think we don't do it as well as we would like to do it. Um, okay. We, I mean, internally to the team, we do. Like, we go through sort of, we get together and go through how that went for everybody and, like, mm-hmm. what did we hope was going to happen? What happened? How do we feel about that? Um, what went right? You know, we do do some structured feedback things around, mm-hmm. um, I don't think we call it postmorteming, but I forget what what right. term of art we use, yeah. but we use a term of art. Uh, and then, and then we, this, and then we're not great at it because we're not great at it with, with you as a participant. Mm-hmm. Um, and in these five day things and especially sort of the experimental programs, which through the looking glass is, um, we're, that sort of long-term tracking of, of things is not a thing BAMF has done in the past. So mm-hmm. some of our programs have very clear metrics. Um, often those are about, you know, those can be about things like media hits, um, media mentions of the program. Through the Looking Glass, that's not one of them. You know, through the Looking Glass, the thing that we need to do in a year or two years is to, like, come back and interview you. about like reflecting back on that time how did anything from it affect your life and like tell tell us stories about the relationships you know something that happened you know yeah you know how do we how do we check you know and maybe we you know maybe you know the 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 um evaluation nuts in the audience are going like every three years that's ridiculous um more often but but that it's that it's not something it's not something we're gonna know right away. Yeah. There's some warm fuzzies, like we got some we got some great appreciative feedback at the end. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, had the week not gone nicely, we could have that could have you know, we have a closing circle for an attempt at some feedback. Right. Um but that's all in the immediacy of of the moment and so either it's going you know it's going mm-hmm. to be what it's going to be because of the week that you've just had right long-term outcomes depend on long-term things i mean so do you you know do you and someone work together do you work with the bam center leadership program in a different way do you work with the bam center in a different way um how yeah. did this how, how did this how, affect how you thought about all of your pro- like how did this affect your processes yeah. i mean part of it for me i was talking about this in evaluation for something else is like i'm curious about changing processes more than specific things right like yeah. it's cuz that means that we can cuz that's how change we don't know we i'm i've been listening to people talk about planning today and including like how bad we are at predicting and on the, on the media, which is I think my favorite podcast and my favorite radio show, um, NPR show. Uh, it's about how bad people are at forecasting the elections. 
mm. um, and how bad forecasting is in general, statistically. Mm. Um, or like what, how good it is at the thing that it's doing, but what it's doing is not what the popular imagination thinks it's doing. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a thought maybe for another day about, about, uh, 10 year plans, <laughs> 10 year, 10 year strap plans. I don't think you can do 10 years anymore. I don't, I you don't. You can't do 10 years because I'm sorry, but everything changes so much in two or three years. Yeah. No, that, I don't. That conceptually, I just, you know, and, and I, it's interesting even to, um, do, you know, a sort of forensic analysis, which I've done a little bit about recently about um, things that have happened that bring you to a particular place, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, even looking at looking at things, you know, I, I, I pulled up 10 years of information on something recently and took a look at it. And even when I looked at it, I went, okay, this is helpful to a degree, but the circumstances, I also see the circumstances that lead to those situations and the world is different. Like, mm -hmm. The, the the world and the factors that are affecting um you know all of the things that i would you know and this was something for atp the the external and internal factors are so different now than they were three or four years ago much less five to ten that um and they'll shift again and i think that it's it's that's that's something that i think i'm wondering how destabilizing that is or how destabilizing that'll be for people in the future is particularly people who have invested in the concept of, of five year plan or three year plan or 10 year plan personally or, or organizationally. Um, the, uh, like there's some things that we, we can look ahead to. And then there's some things that we just, at this point, I just really don't feel like we can. And so, yeah. The, and, and so, yeah, planning is, planning is another like key thing, but I'm thinking about, you know, I am thinking about, reflection on 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 changes or or if if i were to be approached yeah. by if i were folks. to ask you right now for example hey vicky yes. yeah Jacob. have you uh, noticed any changes in the way that you approach your work and or your life uh since since through the looking glass that like upon reflection you you can see at least a, a little bit of of resonance well, there's a very concrete example of this. Okay. I bought uh, a copy of um, Build a Game. Mm. Grow a Grow, Game? Grow a Game. Grow a Game. Thank you. I, I bought it, but I had said work. And I bought it pretty much immediately upon coming back to Calgary um, because I found it such a valuable um, way to work on something together um, and and uh, share perspectives and ideas while doing something very concrete. That do, do you want to describe for our listeners? What oh, what Grow a Game, game is? What yes, Grow a Game is. Grow a Game is a deck of cards, and it, it's um, there are four different types of cards. One is um, one deck is, and I'll, I'll do the best uh, the best I can at just. So one is um, a series of games, game systems. So um, Scrabble, um, a racing game. There's a, there's a bunch of different games. Basketball. Sort of what, basketball. What the basic sort of premise of those games are. Um, you know, team sport, uh, 
goal is this. Uh, and then there's a, a, a pack, of, a, a little stack of verbs and a stack of, um, is it, what is it called? Qualities or? Um, oh, uh, verbs, values. Values, values. And challenges. Um, so the verbs are verbs, obviously. Um, running, values. But also running. sharing. Sharing, yeah. Um, the values are things like hospitality or um, you know, generosity and those kind of things. And then the challenges are things like poverty. Colonialism. <laughs> um, colonialism, unemployment, um, things like that. And so you draw from the deck and, and as a group... Um, you try to come up with something inspired by the game system that activates the va the verb and um, expresses the value and addresses the challenge. Oh wow! Well, well, well described. There we go. I, I knew I'd get to describing it well at some point, but the the and so we worked with that at, at through the Looking Glass, which I and I found it really illuminating. So I went, I got a deck and. Mm -hmm. um, I recently had a, I knew, I knew I was going to use it at work at some point, but we had a retreat recently for our development, our fundraising team. And, and, you know, fundraising is difficult at the best of times. And, um, Calgary's economy is recently, not at the best of times. So it's a, it's a very difficult situation for the, for the staff, you know, who are very smart, driven, um, excited folks. And it's a team that has recently sort of reformed itself in, in there's a few, there's one new person in different um, roles and people who've been at the company for a long time, people who haven't been at the company for long. And we had this retreat. And the first thing I did was bring out Grow a Game because I wanted us to be able to work on a project together that wasn't about building a campaign. Mm -hmm. Because building a campaign has stakes, for yeah. uh, and you know stakes and ego and and also um, and also yeah like the kind of stakes that are like how are, you know how are we going to fund the work, um, and I wanted us to to um, practice creating something, um, and and even understand like talking through our own interpretation of the mm -hmm. verbs and the values, or the challenge. And, uh, and, and even what some of the, um, characteristics were of the game. And we, I think, uh, at this retreat, it was a racing game, like a car racing game. Right. Um, and so it was like, so what, what happens in a racing game? Like there's obstacles. Um, you pick, sometimes you pick up certain things in a racing game. Like you, you have to stop for fuel or you have right. to, you know, or there's, there's, um, you know, sometimes you, you get more momentum or something like that. You find the right route. Um, and so w even just talking through some of our own interpretation of certain words, when you get to a, a word that has more applicable stakes, like um, capital campaign, which is not what we're working on, but right. um, then it's like, so what are the characteristics of a capital I, I campaign? I just tweet about ATP's new capital. I wasn't supposed to... No, there's no capital I campaign know. going on. Um, um, so, so yeah, the, exactly. the the act of the act of 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 doing that, and then, um, then the next week, you know, I I went to the staff and I said, so uh, we need to put together a campaign um, for next year. We need to sort of look at the campaign we currently have, and we have this opportunity because it's the 45th anniversary of the company to talk about that and celebrate that through a campaign. Um, so. 
we talked a little bit about you know not a, not in the not dissimilar to some of the things we talked about with grow when we worked on grow a game mm-hmm. and um you know that was like wednesday morning for about 20 minutes half an hour and i said hey do you guys want to just go and go and work on this campaign and so friday morning like the the laughter i've never heard so much laughter from anyone working on right. a fundraising campaign um <laughs> But the the laughter and the sort of joy and the like excitement that was coming out of the room when they went away to put together this campaign, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, oh wow! Like this was me. This was me sort of having a really good time doing it, like working with Grow a Game myself at through the Looking Glass, which didn't have. There was no goal. Like there, there wasn't even a. Atta- like it wasn't. It wasn't going to be attached to us building something for the Banff Center. No. You know there was li- there was actually no stakes there. No. Um. How? But how much fun I had Which and what game? I learned about that. Yeah. yeah. Which and game then, did you build? Sorry. Um. Well, we built sort of two of them, but from the actual Grow a Game deck, I think there was something with the Red Rover game. Oh yeah. That's and nice. it was about uh, refugee integration. Right. Um. And then when we built our own deck, sounds very odd when we. It's really like out of context, very difficult. But, um, <laughs> and then there was we. Then when we built our own, we built our own game, like because we built our yeah. own decks, right? I think it was about Scrabble and poverty. I think, or no, it was the other way around. Scrabble, Scrabble and poverty was the first one, and then Red Rover and Refugee okay. Integration was the second one. But in those two cases, it was like, I it was very fun, but also a great challenge. But to build something that, you know, may or may not ever be helpful or may or may not ever actually come to fruition, but that get, just gets your brain moving in a different way. And, and uh, so to have that experience, to enjoy that experience, to buy the deck without really knowing what I was going to do with it, but knowing it would be helpful at some point, to deciding to try to bring it to this retreat and then realizing how it applied to us building a campaign and how sort of joyfully that first draft of the campaigns and I haven't even seen it yet. I just, I just know I would, I passed by that office several times and there was like bursts of laughter and, um, and you know, the excitement and joy Mm -hmm. that my, that the staff in that department expressed to me after having spent that morning together, that is an, that's an interesting thing where, you know, the, 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 the intriguing mystery of that, of that experience that through the looking glass found its way to me, following that path a little bit and then inviting other people to come along and now seeing the ramifications of that on something that is very applicable to my work environment. But I, I wouldn't have, you know, when we were playing grow a game, I wasn't going, this is going to be great for fundraising sure. plan. This is going to be, this is, this is, this is the ticket. Um, yeah, and if I, and if we in facilitating it had been like, and next we're going to play a game that we think you should use with all your teams to uh, develop team building and, and uh, close collaboration. And then you would have brought it to your team in this, like, well, this is a thing I learned uh and I'm going to teach it to you. And it's a game to teach you to collect, you know, like, and it's like, oh, my God, we're all going to kill each other. Uh, yeah. And, and even the, the concept of it as a teaching tool, it, you know, I wouldn't have even it wouldn't even really occurred to me in, in that way. It's just it was. Um, I mean, it's a warm up to me. It's a it's loosening exactly. up. It's yeah. scrimmage. Like it's why mm-hmm. it's why basketball players shoot 
hoops around before the game. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, and we don't, we think, we think those things aren't needed in other parts of our life. Yeah. Right? Like we, we allot those maybe to actors, right? Who get their mm-hmm. half hour call to, you know, we, we will still make fun of them for their warm ups, but, but we begrudgingly give them to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also the other aspect of it that I would say too about, you know, how has it affected? I feel like um, the 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 creation of a another group of colleagues or another mm-hmm. group of um, uh, oh, colleagues, confidants, supports, um, uh, you know, whatever that the the little um, group that was you know the group that was put together there. You know, when I when I was in Toronto in January and you attended and, and Steph uh Markowitz attended as well, like that we all got together, um, as many of us as could and just connected with one another. And so that um that touchstone of of that moment and even knowing that there's people out there that um uh navigated a mystery with me, um it's nice to know that those people are out there. It's the creation of another um, sense of support that exists um, and that can be accessed. That whether I access it on a regular basis or not feels um, feels supportive. It feels um, it's it's a presence. It's a it's a it's a great presence in my life to know that there's some. Um, this group of people I spent this time with. And that's, that's another, um, much less, uh, clear, uh, outcome. Um, however, it, it does feel like a very real outcome to me. Yeah. And that's, and that's fantastic. I mean, that's that along with, you know, sometimes speaking well at the BAMP center and maybe coming back and taking programs, you know, like there, that's all we could, those were the outcomes, right? Like the outcomes that we wanted were that, that you would find delight in it, find it useful in your life personally and have, and have an, be part of a group of people who know each other and, and in part, of course, know each other through BAMP and, and, and there's that, but mostly that was, you know, that was the desires with That's what we were designing for, you know, mm-hmm in terms of and and having you know us feeling much better as designers we're now like okay so that's that's one way that can work you know differently than other things that we've done because that there were we were very transparent about some things with you as a cohort that we aren't always super transparent about like we were transparent Mm -hmm. about theme in a way that we're not always, um, right. and and d- did some did some real some early work where where I think we got expectations right in a very good way. Mm. Like we set the tone got set very quickly and very early, um, in in a way that. Um, sorry, I totally lost. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a great group of people who were, 
who were interested in in asking and being okay in that mystery. Like nobody nobody was fighting hard against against, you know, for for more order and structure, you know, and that was nice and yet, you know, I think that I think there was a good balance made and and this was, you know, because it's my tendencies and I think Steph's as well are are towards the when doing something strange, it's best to be relaxed, like towards towards being like easeful with people into change rather than abrupt. Like, you know, and there's and there are different models of change and I think they're actually different differently useful at different times. Um and yeah. with different people in different contexts. Even the the level of comfort with mystery, and I just want to talk about this for yeah. a moment. You know, I I feel relatively comfortable in that in that in that environment and um I'm I like structure but I'm not I'm not you know I don't I don't always feel like it's it's necessary to uh grasp for structure um or to know what the uh outcome is supposed to be you know to you know even in order to feel like my time is being used or not used well right It's interesting to me to to confront and navigate um, with people who uh, who are not comfortable with mystery, mm-hmm. um, and and it's interesting to me to think about. And I don't think I've, I've you know I think I should um, contemplate what I learn from what I learn from that environment or what I learn from from watching you guys uh, navigate that with us or navigate that with people who, who are looking for more structure, um, how to uh, invite people to feel comfortable and relaxed with something they don't, that, that we don't know the outcome of. And that's, that's something I'm sort of struggling with a little bit right now with some folks, because uh, I, I want to, there, you know, there's, there's room, the room for exploration. We always want more room, more time, more time, mm-hmm. more time to explore, more time to think. And then sometimes when we have it, the reaction is, well, but this isn't productive. So everyone says they want more time, yeah. but for some pe- some people can use that time, and some people uh, some people get very nervous about that time, even though they say they want it. And that's and that that that's... time. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, that that time also needs a lot of design. Mm-hmm. Right, so that even as the openness of through the looking glass is possible because we were on a whatever the ratio the ratio is like three to one two to one like designed to delivery hours right right that that you know we spent a lot of time designing that program that felt mm-hmm. pretty hopefully hands-off design, like it was pretty loosey-goosey easeful, but we spent a lot of time iterating through variations on what we did and adjusting what we did in the moment to how the room was going, um, which comes back to our planning thing. Like there's a, there's a not, not wanting a 10-year plan doesn't mean not designing. Like that, that yeah. difference is... So, so getting those, how do, how does that in between time become useful? Like how, what is, what are the systems that allow that room to be full of laughter rather than 
someone being like, this is impractive. Yeah. Right. Cause those both can happen from playing games. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, I think, and that's a, it's always one of the challenges of anything that looks, I mean, this again feels connected to my practice making theater also. And, and a lot of the dance I worked on things that look sort of open and not, um, tight, like not tightly wound, not bound in by language or by action. Um, but actually are very considered, right? Mm-hmm. So whether that's the casual storytelling of, of the boys in, in 300 tapes, that's like, Oh no, that's, we, there's a lot of time has been <laughs> thought about spent mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so as like random as you think it is, it is not random. And yes. even if it's different every night, it's still not random every night. No. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's, and those structures at the best of times are what allow for something weird and unusual to emerge is because mm-hmm. we're in slightly different. And of course it's easier, it's easier to experience that when you're up in Banff, like that, that helps with the relaxation. Yeah. <laughs> right. That you're and that your stakes that you can learn. I mean, I think you pinpoint it like it's easy. It's easier to learn things and play around when, when it's possible to sort of pull the stakes back a bit. Yeah. I mean, even, to, you know, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's like the point of, I, I don't need to cook any food myself i don't need to do my i don't need to yeah. make my bed um those kind of things that that are you know it's that the basics of of taking away even the stakes of what every minute of your life is meant to be what you're meant to be mm-hmm. doing with every minute of your life um and that's yeah i'm trying to take i'm trying to take as many conversations as possible out of our office environment mm-hmm. in the next mm-hmm. couple of months and maybe that is another you know sort of subconscious <laughs> learning mm-hmm. um is uh trying to take it out of our office whenever possible because um in the office there's so many pressing concerns about particularly right. you know about who needs what and what our time is like and yeah. um where we should be besides here yeah. um and so yeah and that's that's a microcosmic example of you know, not having to make your bed or eat or, or make your food, but it's, um, there's, there's something about, you know, creating space by changing space, um, that, you know, I'm trying to be very conscious of in terms of designing conversations over the next little while, um, with my, with my teams. And so I'll see whether that changes the nature of the conversation. And, you know, and all of this, I think is, you know, what I, what is exciting is that, you know, we can try different things. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. that's my big takeaway lesson, you know, is, is that very basic one. And, and I, and yeah, I think taking walks and being in different places, I can totally see why that might be totally helpful. Um, it's worth a try. Like, and, and, and that we don't often in the arts, like we're like, Oh, but maybe it won't work. So it's not worth a try. It's like, no, no, try it. Like why? Like try it. If something hasn't been going well, try something different. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you know, or even if something is going well, 
<laughs> still try something. Yeah. You should still try something different because you can go back. It'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, you can go back. It's not the end of the world. Um, it's like a, we're not we're not uh, we're not growing our playoff beards or whatever. Like, just and anybody, shave it off. Yeah. Shave it off. You can grow it back. Um, yeah. So I think I mean that's one of the things that I'm. What a weird analogy. Where did that even come from? I don't. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. I don't, yeah. I was just like I don't. Maybe I don't know enough about playoff beers. You know Vicky and her hockey references. I know. You're just always Calgarians. Calgarians. Hockey references. The Red Beards. Mm -hmm. Lanny McDonald. Oh, well, that was the famous mustache. Yeah. Anyway, enough about facial hair. Um, Yeah. He was from around where I was in Cape Breton. He was a big deal. Oh. I did not know that. Yeah, that's why he was a he was a big deal in Cape Breton. I'm sure he was. Um, sorry. Yes, off, back, no, off the hockey. I've learned something valuable about a local hero today. <laughs> um, Next time you're here, yeah, we'll go and maybe pose by the uh, the weird um, Lanny yeah, McDonald statue. Oh, I would like that. That is uh, made out of like a a lot like a log. Like a oh. like a big log. Anyway, right. it's really super weird, but it's right near the. It's right near. It's I walk by it sometimes on the way to work, but it's right near Buzz, uh, Bottle Screw Bills, which is this place on First Street. Anyway, every time I walk by it, I go, "Huh, it's the log, Lanny McDonald." Yeah, so, I I want to see I want to see the log. Yeah. Well, now I know. Now I know the high spot I'm taking you to next time you're right. in town. Um. Anyways, so I mean, yeah, the the design process for these things, I mean, the designing them feels much like a sort of kind of rehearsal, and then and then there's a week where suddenly there's all these new people. I mean, that's coming up is a is a thing of there's two new cohorts that I'm meeting in the next week. So there's one group from the new Toronto Arts Council. Uh, and BAMP right. program partnership that is so there's 18 people from there uh, from Toronto on in that and we have our first afternoon and evening together uh, next week um, and and then New Fundamentals is in March or in which we're already in um, time flies <laughs> time, time flies, flies is uh the next week and so I'll I'll be hmm. out for that and then and then out again in April with the TAC folks. Wow. So yeah, spending a bunch of time there. Um but it is it feels so uh, the work also feels so applicable to the arts. I mean these because of that impossibility of planning. And that was part of the Alice in Wonderland was like we wanted a mystery how we got to Alice in Wonderland for through the looking glasses. We want a mystery that didn't have an answer mm. we didn't like we talked about clue for a long time as right. an aesthetic um, <laughs> um so clearly there was some nostalgia like we you know we were yeah. we were willing you know willing to play with people's nostalgia uh but we didn't when we didn't want to murder to be the th- yeah i was like hmm. like we were you know? Motor and in so the it was mountains. like so so then you know so this is the design question problems right it's right. like okay mystery great murder mystery oh 
not so good. How do we like what group activities? How can we, you know, we looked up mysteries on like, because it's been a, I think it's a funny idea to do it. Like, I think a, a Banff leadership murder mystery where the like person's been killed by a Sharpie through the eye. Um, <laughs> there's a post-it note on their face. Um, so we went through a bunch of processes and then we're talking about Alice in Wonderland and talking about mysteries that don't, don't have ends. Don't yeah. like that story just goes on and on and on. And there's no causal between yeah. one part and the next. And then it just ends and that's fine. And that's like, none of the mysteries are solved. And this is, and that's the thing too. Like, and I, I have this, this, you know, there's something very, uh, off-putting and comforting about murder mysteries <laughs> because you know they're off-putting because you know the death um and uh, but they're the the thing that's comforting is that by the time you get to the end there will be a person you can point to and a reason why they did it yeah and the reality of most things uh-huh. is that there isn't just one person you get to point nope. at and you don't you don't know you 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 rarely ever find out why there's no there's never either a simple answer nor is there even one answer um nor is it even an articulated answer as to why so the the there's something comforting in that you know something happens um someone's going to work on it for a while there will be an answer and the person will more often than not, the person um, will be punished yeah. um, for the thing they did wrong uh, once we figure out the mystery. But God, goodness knows that that's not the that's not the way so many things work, and and no. especially um, especially when it comes to any sort of ongoing challenge, of which most of them are. The, those are the ones we're dealing with. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's and um, and challenges that are social and knowledge right like there's not even we're not trying to get a person on the moon no right like there's not even uh i will know like when will you know when atp's finished like when atp's done its job when what does that look like that's yeah and that's like, a and question. that's a like it's whoa done. no what do you mean finished like there's no done what do you mean done like well, and the goal, the goal shift, the goal shifts from the goal shifts all the time, and and, and then the 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 needs of the people around it, of the the artistic community and the needs of our own community and stuff of that change all the time. So, yeah, there's there's no, and you know, here's something very simple, cause and effect. Um, I need to go get the cord for my computer. Okay, <laughs> that's a very see. That's very technical. See, that's you the, will that's know a, the job is done when the cord. Has is, attached and then the little thing computer. says that it's charging. So yeah. do you mind if we please hold? Yeah, no problem. Do, 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 do. That's my hold music. That's yeah, good.
Do 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 do. That's me continuing. Do, do. There you go. There we go. There we can sync that right back up. Perfect. <laughs> the level won't. of consistency on my my hold music. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 the thing about murder mysteries that I find is a and is a difficult of, absolutely. Um, I mean that's. <laughs> Difficult aesthetic for most things or difficult sort of, um, I guess not, the aesthetic isn't the word, the um, model. Yeah, it's, a, it's structure, it's a, structure. Yeah. I mean, they're, I love them. They're amazing fantasies, but they're fantasies. Um, and, and I think that's what, you know, it's history's littered with all the, the intelligent philosophers who, who read paperback detective stories right and i think part of it even as i joke about the technical stuff like one of the things i loved about being a theater tech is that if something were like wrong with the lights at least when i used to do it i think this is less true now because there's more digital but like there were a sequence of things that i could go through and the problem would be solved right like if there was the proper material i could go through a sequence of steps that started with like checking the lamp, check the cable, check the circuit, check the dimmer, right? Like there's mm-hmm. like there's a sequence of things I can do and at the end the light will either work or we will know why it's not working. Um and there's nothing in dramaturgy or in life <laughs> um outside of very tight constraints that is like that and so i think that's why we like i mean i think that's you know if i might be so bold like that's surfing (laughs) like surfing Mm -hmm. gives you like there's this thing of like oh six like like there you are moving towards this like there's progress that's clear yeah and joyous (laughs) yeah right and that's and that's we don't get a lot of that in the arts clear and joyous progress and that being shown to us Stakes is also another, here's the other interesting thing about surfing, is that the stakes of surfing, uh, you know, and I, I don't know how to compare this to the arts, but the, you, you're not, um, it has no, it has no actual value. Like it's not, it's right. not going to, there's no, um, there's no goal to score or there's no, um, you know, you can get points that, you know, in the competitions they give points, but you know, that's about tricks and stuff like that. But it, but ultimately, it's not. Um, it's not to help. You know, at one point, it may have started because of fishing boats, Polynesian fishing boats, and um, right. and they're you know coming back in after fishing, um, and the, those particular uh, like outrigger canoes, um, find, you know, the 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 them being tired and not wanting sure. to row to shore. And just going in, but that sure, was, but it's, and but that's not that's not why people put put themselves on tiny boards. It was yeah. because those those folks in the outrigger canoe were like, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. I want to do that without after when I'm not tired from fishing. Yeah, and um and just enjoying the ride basically, yeah. and then enjoying the ride, and then knowing you have to just paddle out to the next one, or that sometimes it's just not going to you know like the particular natural environment of it is is such that. It's not going to come to you every day, right? As as I discovered yeah, when I got tragedy. up at two two thirty a.m. and tried to watch the Eddie, 
um, and Waimea Bay. Oh, and, and we were. Oahu. Uh, everyone was really. Everyone was so rooting everyone. for you. Did you? Yeah, I, felt I felt it too. It. I, I um, was rooting for you. Yeah. So I the the Eddie Aikau Invitational, which is this huge big wave con- contest for anyone who doesn't know it, um, <laughs> which is probably many many people, but uh, it's this big wave contest that happens, and it only happens when conditions are right. And it's been going since 1984. It's only happened nine times. Well, 10 now since 1984. And uh, they will call it, they will call it like a day before it happens, a day or two before it happens. So it's, um, there's this window between December and the end of February and it happens between then or it just doesn't happen. And the last one hadn't happened since 2009. So, I had this opportunity because it got called just as I was on my way to Oahu from from a family vacation in Maui, and I was going to be on my own in Oahu, and it was going to happen the day after I arrived in Oahu. So exciting, and it was it was really exciting, even though the contest didn't actually run. It was very exciting Good. to get up at two thirty in the morning, yeah. drive and get one of the last parking spots across the way, um, stand outside. Waimea Bay State Park, the beach park, wait for them to let us in, like with a whole bunch of locals. Um, and for them, the morning, the, what they, they thought it was excruciatingly cold. Right. Um, and I, and I was in like a, I was in like a wrap over a tank top, but anyway, right. um, but they were, they were all, they all had sleeping bags and parkas on. It was, I don't, right. was it, I don't different, want to, I don't different want, expectations, totally different expectations, but um, and then, you know, we got let in and everyone sort of ran to the beach and we all like sat there waiting in the dark for the, for the right. sun to rise and everyone had brought everything for the whole day. Cause there was no, right. there's nowhere that you can get fresh water or food there Jesus, or you right. normally there would be, but it, it'll be overrun. So I had this bottle, a bottle of water and a whole bunch of snacks in my bag and a beach towel and everything I needed. And, um, sitting there on the beach with all of these like thousands of people, uh, in the dark and staring up at the stars and then the sun started to rise and everyone looked out at the water and the minute you saw the you saw the waves the waves were the waves were big but they weren't big enough and everybody knew the minute the light came up and we saw them but uh and then they called the contest and everyone still stayed and watched most people stayed and watched a few things but it was funny to listen to the um funny to listen to the teenagers the hawaiian the like Hawaiian teenagers standing next to me who were like, well, I guess I'll go to school. Um, and, and, and for that matter, like everybody, like there was a, there was a lot of jokes about having to like calling in sick to work right? and then having to say, ah, no, I feel better. I'm going to go back. I'm going to, I'll come in. Yeah. Um, because, because everyone was like right. there to watch the, watch the, and that was pretty, that was pretty exciting. But again, it was like, ah, oh, well, what are you going to do? The ocean, you know, and, and even that was the funny thing was the waves were like 15 or 20 feet, right? but they have to be like 25 or 30 feet right. and more for that, for the contest to run. So even that was funny. It was like, look at how big the waves are. They're not big enough. Right. What? Like, and, and uh, so the, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't, um, you show up, uh, and you, you make the best. Mm-hmm. you make the best of whatever is there and um and that was that's the thing about surfing that i love but there's no um there's nothing other than the sort of pure joy of it or the feeling of it 
that you can, that you're going to count on taking away. And, and that is really difficult to even describe. Mm. And so it's a, it's a valuable sort of lesson in terms of, um, being in a particular place, being open to the experience, not worrying too much about what the outcome is going to be. And that's why I try to go and get out in the water mm. and surf a few times a year, because that is the, probably the most valuable lesson I have in life and work. Um, and it's why I can, you know, why through the looking glass feels completely comfortable to me to be up at Banff for a week going, I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing here, but I'm doing a scavenger hunt right now. Mm -hmm. And the trees look beautiful with this much snow on them. And I, I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're pursuing that clue correctly, but I'll ask some questions and we'll see what everyone else comes up with later. Um, this isn't, you know, this, this is, uh, the, 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 and enjoying the ride of things and then sort of reflecting on, on the, the value of that ride is something that I, I like to think about and, um, and watching, hoping to watch the Eddie and having it, it not happen while I was there. It did happen though. Just so everybody knows it did happen, it did happen. at the end of February long after I was home, but it was, um, and it was really cool to watch the footage and, um, and, uh, wish it would have happened while I was there, but to watch the footage was really cool. And, um, and to know that it may not happen for another seven years yeah, and, totally. uh, yeah, but there's, there's <clears throat> the, the surfing has, has teaches me so many different things and it's always so valuable when I'm doing it. Mm. Um, and I, you know, I try really hard not to feel too alienated from those lessons or too distant from those lessons, not alienated, but distance from those lessons. Um, but uh, it can be sometimes hard to sort of grasp. And then I'm, and then I'll be in a situation where I'm like, Oh, I don't know the outcome of this. Um, but it's like two hours of my time and I'll learn something. I'll get something yep. if I'm, if I'm open. Yeah. Um, if I'm trying to, if I'm trying to, worry too much about my balance or what I look like or anything like that. I'm going right. to fall off. I'm going to fall off this and I'm going to wipe out and I'll learn something about that too. But, um, yeah, that level of presence is, is really, really valuable to just maintaining, uh, a perspective on what's happening at any given moment and what one can learn. And yeah. Yeah. Mystery. Mystery. I, and I think those are the, those are the things that for me are, are also the, the parts that translate. I mean, the comfort with ambiguity, the comfort or actual interest in ambiguity um, is, you know, is something that I think is a thing dramaturgs bring to yep. the table. I mean, it's my joke at Banff is like, I work in contemporary dance. Like you guys got nothing. Nothing you will ever do is gonna be ambiguous, like narratively, narr like comparatively. Like yeah. I have sat in many rehearsals for like, and I love it, and I love the work, but it's it's you know days of not knowing what quite we're working on and working slowly through unknown unarticulated things and and this is you know at like 
we know when dinner is. We know when. <laughs> I yeah. I have a very clear sense of what ambiguous is. Um, or you know, it's it's I. But it is also taxing. Like it is also. Mm-hmm. I have to. Um, yeah, I think we have to recognize that that kind of emotional work of holding ambiguity, it, which is emotional work, um, that it's that that needs to be how it gets done is is uh, a thing that needs design is needs thoughts. And for anyone who I mean, for everyone who who enjoys structure or pattern, all of those structures and patterns started from a place of ambiguity or unknowing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like no pattern, there's no perpetual pattern, right? At some point, somebody put the pen down and started drawing a pattern. Um, and yeah, that pattern's been repeated to the point where we never know where the start was. But at mm-hmm. some point, at some point, something started and it started with somebody um, testing something. And uh, and so, and it, you know, structures by their very nature started in some level of accident or ambiguity or testing or hypothesizing and that's i think sometimes we we forget that 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 um the the structures and things that we know and that we've that we come to find comforting um started somewhere that we may have found discomforting absolutely Um, yeah there was probably one there was probably a big outcry when they came in you know as a technology right like it's And, and that, that things, yeah, that things can change because they have, like, we have changed things before, like that change, change and therefore mystery, like a knowable change, uh, is, yeah, that's, that's what we count on. That's what I can count on. Mm Um, I hope, um, so how do, you know, how do, how do we set ourselves up for that? to be better rather than less good. Yeah. Um, as an experience, right? And for 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 as many, you know, for not just the not just a few people or to get or for for the where, where efficiency is not the only goal and mm. all of all of those things, right? Like where where the question of what does success look like? is is a question that people get to answer for themselves um and and what does a what does a good life look like people get to answer for themselves yeah and then and then have some agency to work towards that um yeah and i'm curious you know i'm i'm curious to hear too you know i mean the more of these cohorts and the more of the things that you you guys work on that you work on um I'm always curious to hear how each of them, you know, responds to the design and how you guys adjust and then how you evaluate is really fascinating to me. So I hope we get a chance to talk about that as you guys keep working on that work. Yeah. And I think that's, we're, we're learning a lot and, and that's, it's funny. I, when I say that, I get nervous that that means like, we think we weren't good before. Like if we learned a lot after through the looking glass, that means that we think, which of course it doesn't like it shouldn't. No, but, uh, um, I know, I know, you know, I know the, it's that, it's that, yeah, I know, I, know, I, I kind of know, I know the feeling from which that statement that, comes. That, yeah. That, like, oh, we're not allowed to admit that like we would do something differently. Yeah. Next time. Um, 
because that means we're we are not perfect human beings and that means we are false false or, or that you're yeah i mean you yeah. if you're if you're if you're building something that that surrounds mystery you have to allow yourself to yeah. not have always known what was going to happen right yeah so and and we would cut just yourself like, some slack yeah, come course. on now you're just you're just you're just falling through on your own environment it's absolutely and i think mostly we were we were delighted um but the part of it is that there that's the through the looking glass was the experimental program and so it needs to be different next year because it's the experimental program yeah right like it's different because it's the thing that we do where we don't know what quite what we're doing (laughs) um but we have some good hunches and we're like basically very competent people. <laughs> like right. when, when, when yeah. that team of people says, we don't know what they're, we're doing. We mean beyond a very sophisticated level of like just being good facilitators, being kind and smart humans who are being present in the room. Yeah. Um. And so, and, and as did you guys, as you know, people really showed up as kind smart humans um being together in a room and that and that was that was delightful but and then next year if 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 there's another program like that then it will be something different mm-hmm. um and there will be a different theme in part because we'll be like okay that's now we know something about mystery mm-hmm. um what's the next question yeah um and that stuff's really interesting and i do ho- like i do one of the exciting things is is the growing network of people who have done this work right and how they can stay in touch like how can that be how can that warm feeling that you have of knowing they're out there be as helpful as possible like is it mm-hmm. does it need to be a bit more warm like where like how like do you want like what you know those questions i think of how does the network or how do you meet the next like how do you meet the new fundamentals people how do we connect Mm -hmm. the looking glass people and the new fundamentals and say like you have nothing in common except you've sort of gone through some similar things and but so maybe maybe you won't be as good friends as your cohort but you can have a relationship with another cohort where that begins to create groups of people who could who can make systems change right that, yeah um hmm. but those those are questions one that i think are new to the bam center um, right in terms of how they what the pedagogy of things is like mm-hmm. we, we ongoing programming is relatively new yeah uh to our department i think it's normally been like a five-day residency or a slightly yeah. longer residency. Um, and so, and, and also yeah. people go back to their lives and then are suddenly like just swamped with their lives. Cause that's, that's why yeah. we take them up to the mountain for the special. Yeah. I can't relate to that. Times. I can't relate to that in any way, shape or form. No, I can't imagine. Um, can. That was my, that was my sarcastic voice. <laughs> um, the, no, but it's true. And you know, the, the, you know, even the concept of alumni and the concept of whatever network mm-hmm. um, network is created through a similar experience. And, um, that's interesting to me. That's really interesting to me as well. So I, Hey, I'm, I'm always here for somebody to pick my brain if yeah. I, you know, when, Absolutely. when I emerge from my, 
uh, your week of busy, my busyness, your, but yeah. yeah. Uh. So Vicky, if people, I'll, I might do a little bit of editing around this. Um, yeah, I figured, I figured. And, and do an in and out a okay. bit more. Um, uh, but, but Vicky, if people wanted to find you, to find you on the internet, where would, where would be a good place to find you? Um, Twitter is probably best. I'm at Vicky Stroich. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's probably the best. And of course I'm also at, at Alberta theater project. So, um, uh, if you want to check out ATP's website, uh, which is atplive.com, uh, I'm on there too with some, uh, with my email address and, and so, yeah, but Twitter's probably best. Um, and, and also for me, I'm at Jacob Zimmer. Uh, and you can find the show at smallwoodenshoe.org uh, and click through on the podcasts. Uh, it, uh, the show notes, I, I spend probably too much time with the show notes that probably nobody clicks on, but I try to listen through for uh, things we mention and include some of those. So that's worth looking at. Um, You're going to probably want to click through because... Jacob's probably going to put some wicked footage from the Eddie this year. Okay. So uh, that Vicky is probably going to send me. Totally. Just that is exactly what's going to happen. So robots. Uh, so we'll put some of that, and uh, so you can check that out and subscribe to that, and and or and go through to the Fun Palace. That's also what we were just talking about. You can go through to the Fun Palace. Um, thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.